Hello, everybody, and welcome to Late Night Football. Welcome to another transfer the action show, new show. Um, we'll call it a new show, is what it is, transfer new show. But uh, it's a very interesting episode today because we're actually going to talk about uh, a little bit of a deep dive on, uh, into Barcelona's transfer strategy this uh, this summer because it's very interesting in the way that they've done deals. And uh, of course, we can't talk about Barcelona without having our Barcelona expert on the show. So we've got Kaneya back on the show, rocking a new look, as you can see. Kaneya, welcome. Thank you, thank you. It's been it's been one of those summers where Barca is in the news every day. It's like there's been no day like some people have not been listening. They're signing somebody. They're talking to somebody. There are a lot of trips to Spain made by a lot of people as well. Yeah, uh, and Barcelona. It's uh, happening, and uh, we'll talk about all of it. Uh, let's start off with uh, this one because, quite frankly, I mean, I don't want to talk too much about it because I'm bugged about it. I'm sure everybody is. Uh, we'll talk about Frankie de Jong because that deal is sort of, I don't even know what the word is. It is gathering pace because, quite frankly, if it was gathering any more pace than it was supposedly was, it'd probably be off the tracks by now, uh, the rate yeah. that it's going. But uh, so apparently, there is uh, now a new fee that has been agreed. It is still 85 million euros, but it's now 75% as opposed to 65 plus 20. So that is what has been agreed. Now the question, but that, you know, agreeing a fee with Barcelona was never the issue. The issue is always trying to get Frankie out of the door. And it's like, it's almost like, you know, it's like, a, uh, you know, the analogy of a three-way. It's like almost like a three-way tug of war where one side is pulling, the other side is, is pushing. But then the one in the middle is like, well, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. Um, and so much Frankie doesn't want to go. So where are we at with this deal right now, Kanye? So, so let's go with the map. Mm-hmm. So the 88, Barcelona basically owes or the deal that's signed on the contract for four more. The, he's still in contract till 26. Frankie Young has a contract till 2026 with Barcelona. Uh, the amount that is still worth on that deal is 88 million. Mm-hmm. And so and that's kind of including the 17 million that he owes. That, that Barcelona owes him mm-hmm. on, on the salary side because they've basically not been able to pay him and you know and then they still expect him to take take a pay cut so it's a 22 million euro net for Barcelona if Frankie de Jong stays at Barcelona Barcelona doesn't have that money simple let's be clear on that that's kind of the that's kind of the basics Barcelona don't have the money even if Frankie Dion takes a pay cut like Usman Dembele has taken and he thinks about staying, he has to take a minimum of 60% to allow Barcelona to uh, have still possibility of signing new players, which are still in the talk and we will come to that as well. Mm. Barcelona, so no coach, no coach and no president can basically say publicly that I want this player to leave. That's that's let's be very clear on that. So and 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 no player will knowing these facts, like if I owed you money and I want to now leave off out of a binding contract, you will be like, why? I'm not letting you go. Give me my money and then I'll think about it. That's that simple contract negotiation. So it basically nothing is wrong. Frankie Deong is doing what anybody who has signed a contract and then and the other party is not keeping that contract would do. Basically, say the right thing. Say basically, I why should I leave? 
Why am I even considered of being leaving? I, I don't want to. I have a contract. I don't want to leave. Barcelona has now got themselves in a predicament where they're like, if he doesn't leave, we can't sign more players and we need more players. We have already signed a replacement for Frankie de Jong in some sense, like by, to, by signing two or three players, like the Kessie and you know, uh, Rafinha in a way. But then Barcelona still needs to find that money. Now, where does Manchester United kind of, why is it still sticking around? Manchester United basically knows the situation. And Frankie de Jong has told this to Eric Ten Hag himself, like they owe me money. And I know Manchester, if I go to Manchester and say, give me 17 million more, they'll be like, I, we don't owe you that much. We have, we have agreed a fee with Barcelona before 85 million, 75 million um, guaranteed and 10 uh, add-ons. You figure it out how you want to get your money that's been pending with uh, Barcelona. So that's kind of, that's the basic map. That's where the situation is. So it's pure, simple contractual agreements and arrangements that need to be met, not met. There has to be a definitely a compromise somewhere in the middle. And that's where the deal is. So Manchester United will sign Frankie de Jong. There is no way Barcelona is going to keep Frankie de Jong for one more season. That's very clear. It's just like the timings of this, like when, because not just saying that he's out of the squad, like he's not even traveling. They're, they're, they're doing the preseason in States. They leave tomorrow. That's I think they leave. Yeah, and uh, apparently his shirt number has been given to Rafinha or no, Dembele. I know she's one. Yeah. yeah, Dembele. I think has got his um, or Rafinha. I don't know. He's turning one number. I think it's been given to somebody else. That's what I know. Um, I can't remember who it is, but I think it was Rafinha. Um, it might be Rafinha because that's how Laporta likes to do the middle fingers. You know, the the three fingers and then the middle ones for you like that. That's the one that he's giving. Um, but. Uh, um, I can't remember who it is, but yeah, they're giving it. And yeah, I think it's I think it's Rafinha. It's Rafinha yeah. because he's given it to a new player, and that's that's like the, the middle finger thing, right? Here you go. Yeah, you're you're <laughs> gone, like basically, like yeah, we so, don't even have your same shirt now. Yeah, and not just not just taking away shirt number, but giving it a new player, like basically saying to him, like this is this is how much I want you at the club, right? Um, like take so, care, bye. Yeah, it's a it's it's a weird situation. But you know what? I don't blame Frankie for wanting to get his money out of it because and, and even for wanting to stay if, if he's being owed that much, because you know, apparently he's got to be paid like 450,000 euros uh, a week from this point on, apparently because of the first salary. I mean, that's a lot of money to leave on the table for anybody. So exactly. I, I you know, I, I see no reason for him to say no. My issue, of course, as a United fan, is that they've just kind of put themselves into a position where they've got to get this done as well because they've put so much time and investment into it. Um, that they kind of stalled. But anyway, that's a conversation for another day. I mean, that, that's where we're at with FFP. So then that brings me to the other deals uh, with Rafinha, Kessie, Kessinson. So if they owe Frankie Day on this money, how are those deals getting done right now? But that's kind of the tricky part. So that's where, so they're, they're basically saying, so what what does Frankie Dion allow Barcelona to do? Basically, Frank, Barcelona is telling La Liga in, the, in some sense that we do not have these wages on our bills anymore or on our books anymore. Frankie de Jong is gone. So this opens up this much money. And hence, once we break those, and if you, so what's interesting is nobody's signing a one-year or two-year deal. Everybody's signing a five-year deal. Everybody's basically to 27. Except Dembele. Dembele is on a two-year But Dembele is a renewed. So it's, he's, they're basically going to sell him next summer. Yeah. Like all the love is going to get lost because they, <laughs> they know that they, they need some money and Chelsea is going to come basically next season and be like, okay, 
Okay, how I much do you want him for? Yeah, all right. Yeah, so that's kind of the deal. So, so hence, they basically are, so it's just financial engineering in that sense. Like they're just moving, they're just moving money in some sense and um, and then and dealing with it. Yeah, I do think so, a lot of people are talking about pay cuts and I think that's where Graham makes an interesting point because I said this, I think it's staggered payments. So when you start off yeah. low for the first season, but every season you kind of get incremented. And so by the end of your contract, you'll make more money staying at Barcelona than probably you would have made at Leeds, for example, where Rafinha's case Absolutely. I think is happening. Um, so it feels like they're taking a pay cut. They're not. All that they're doing is that they're sort of taking staggered payments across. But then but then you see that how much money they've, like, if, if, if you just look at the players that they have signed for by paying somebody is only Rafinha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, they got Kese for free, Christensen for free, uh, for free as well. Yeah. They've not paid anything. They, so then the staggered payment works. Mm-hmm. And then they, they signed Usman Dembele with a renewed contract as well. So I think that's the three that they've done till now. Yeah. Um, and they're, they're also still in talks with Lewandowski and uh, Alonso maybe, and Aspilicueta Alonso as well. So, but then again, they're like this, they all have one year in the contract. Or Alonso, yeah, Alonso has an Espelicueta has one year also under contract. So then they can still sign them in next year. So they basically can be like, okay, just warm the bench because Tuchel has basically moved on from them, right? He's signing everybody. So he's basically, so Barcelona know that they can get two more players next season in the defense. But then, which is pretty weird because they have a very old defense then suddenly. But well, Barcelona can can't do well there. So that, that's kind of how they're kind of functioning right now. Mm-hmm. But then the main thing, the main part of the puzzle is Frankie de Jong. When he leaves, he gives, he gets in cash. So like, okay, uh, Barcelona spent uh, 58 plus 7 or for um, for Rafinha, right? Yeah, so, so six, that's kind of... 66, 67 million. Yeah, the total deal. Yeah, the total yeah. deal. But mm-hmm. then 58 guaranteed now mm-hmm. and 7 add-ons or something or 10 add-ons or something. Yeah. So they get if they if so with so Manchester United basically is paying for Rafinha plus ten million. Mm-hmm. So well, they're, the they're paying the Frankie Dion's wages. Exactly. So, so basically, exactly, exactly. So, yeah. so so in that sense, you so this this is how the deal is kind of happening right now. Basically, they're saying that Frankie, when you leave, we get this much money, and this ten million that we are saving from the Rafinha deal is your payment. That seventeen million that's left. And then the 10 million add-ons that you that, that are guaranteed, we will pay you when we get them. We're not, it's not that we're going to keep them. So basically, that's kind of so in that sense, Barcelona doesn't have a Frankie problem and they also got a player. So, so so that's 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 Laporta kind of like that's Laporta teaching people how to do business in the, in the transfer market in a way. Yeah, it probably is. Um this is what Mr. Dice said we talk about as because that's one of the interesting deals that's come out. Two Barcelona need him. I mean, let us talk. Let's forget about financials for a second. But two Barcelona need an aging. I mean, I, I don't I see his best position. I don't know what it is. Can he play as a right back anymore? I don't know. Um, can he, can he do Barcelona play with a back three for him to be able to play right side of a back three? I don't know. Um, I don't think he works in a back uh, in a back four like as a, as one of two defenders. I don't think he works there. Um, but what's your impression of that? Do you think that's a deal that Barcelona need to be doing? So I think Barcelona is trying to get as many Spanish players for some reason in. I, I that's kind of and like yeah, Alonso and Aspilicueta in a way. Almost feels like they want some leadership, which here, which 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 is not PK. 
basically, which is not PK or Umtiti or PA players who are like old. They're basically saying that, okay, you are old, but we can get senior players which are older than you, but then they, they can do our bidding in that sense. So maybe that's kind of the way that they're thinking about it because I feel like this this is pretty odd. Like Aspilicora deal was very odd to me, but and it and it was nothing new that's been talked about. It's been talked about since January in a way. Like yeah. Barcelona mm-hmm. will go for them and, and Aspilicora will not renew his contract with Chelsea Football Club and so on and so forth. So I, I feel that they don't need him, but that, that's the only reason why I feel that he might, because Barcelona, get, yeah, sorry, go ahead. Barcelona don't really, don't really, they need a change of guard and they can't go in the market to sign Delict or, you know, players which, which are the, which are the futures, the future superstars that are going to be, they, they don't have them. They don't have that, they don't have that financial superpower at, at this moment. But then they're not signing, they, these are not bad players. They, but then it's just basically, the, it's just basically Zavi kind of doing a like who's who's up available in a way, and then we'll figure out who to play with. It's because um, like when you look at the left back, I can understand Marcus Alonso in a way because I mean beyond Alba, they don't really have anyone. Um, I don't know if Dest can play there. Uh, I don't think he can really do that job, but maybe he can. But beyond Alba, they don't have anyone, so they may want some backup. Um, on the right side, though, they do have um, they have. Uh, uh, obviously, Sergio Roberto has sent a new contract, so he's an option there. Uh, they also have um, somebody else's name I'm forgetting, but they do have, they, I think they have two right backs um, already on the right. Maybe Dest plays right back, doesn't Dest is Dest, right. Yeah, right. Dest is right, and then you've got uh, um, Sergio Roberto. So you've got two there. On the left, you've only got Alba, so you probably want somebody to come in. Um, so that makes sense that they want to get Marcus Alonso. It just doesn't, yeah, but Aspilicueta doesn't really, I mean, if he, if he was a right back, he's, he's not, he's a, he'll be a third choice right back at best, or it'll be, a, you know, a, a right center back in a back three if they were played that, but even then they have enough right center back. You would assume they have enough center backs. Uh, with it PK could be. And PK, um, Araujo hopefully will come back as well. Yeah. So, yeah, just, I mean, I don't know. It, I don't know. Maybe, it maybe. could be, it could be they want to sell Dest for money as well. Like, it could be the fact that they, they, because he's young and people, I think there have been claims that Tottenham was interested or he was, because Tottenham is selling Region in a way as well. Mm, uh, yes, could they, be. I mean, but if he's a right back, Region is a left back, right? Yeah, but then they wanted to because Conte is again the one that he, he doesn't care about that. He basically is like, if, if I want that. I can play him in that sense. He just, I just make him play in that sense. So, but that could be one of the things as well because Barcelona right now are kind of in that situation where they, they, they need. They, of course, they're not selling Pedri. They're not selling Ansu Fati. Yeah. They're not. They're not. They're not selling Gavi as well. So they have one billion release clauses. They kind of they put a stamp on them in a way. Uh, basically saying that they're not for sale. But then Dest could be one of those players where, who goes. Yeah. That makes sense. I mean, that's not, I mean, that, that seems like the only logical thing is maybe they're looking at selling somebody on, moving somebody yeah. on, or maybe they're switching to a back three and they want to have more depth in the center back. It's not a thing about it. They probably don't have enough center backs. Their long lay is gone. Not that yeah. it was very good, but uh, yeah, maybe that's something there. Um, and of course, uh, who do you, what are your thoughts on uh, Osman Dembele uh, resigning? I mean, I talked, spoke about it earlier, but uh, what do you think with the contract? I thought it was a shoot deal from the Porta in many ways and he used it well, but uh, what, what do you think of that deal? I think that's again one of those deals where he's looking at signing him. He doesn't want him to lose for free. That's it. He's basically kind of tried to 
do anything and everything impossible just to sign him enough for like one more season where he can then start looking and telling his agent it's time for you to find a new club um, anything and save money on a winger as well because beyond Rafinha's Fati, Rafinha Fati, they don't really have that many options um, and Ferran Torres of course That's Torres is there is. yeah so um, they don't really have a right winger but Torres and Fati both play left and um, you know Rafinha was playing Raf- right I don't think they have anybody else who plays right um, and so therefore Petri sometimes has to play on the left because they have to play somebody on the right so I think that allows them to have that depth um, in the side, that that's what I thought. I um, mean, so you get a player on the che- uh, on basically less wages, and you don't have to play pay a right winger to come in, uh, and uh, you know it makes makes a, makes quite a bit of sense there. But anyway, um, I don't know. Yeah, but then but then but then I I feel that Barcelona is just so like that's the thing. Like this year when it goes, and you know that when the transfer window closes, next year we'll have a similar situation. Unless they start kind of getting their finances right, and the best way to get finances right is start either they sell players or they get a new cash flow. Yeah. I think Barcelona needs Dembele to sign a new contract or now so that they, he can be sold to somebody in the next transfer window or maybe in January as well. So I wouldn't be even surprised. A lot of people who are signing, renewing their contracts, kind of leaving for different places in January as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's possible. It's quite possible that that happens. Um, yeah, it's one to keep an eye on, of course. But um, final question for you, uh, Robert Lewandowski. Uh, now, he wants to join Barcelona. He's apparently burned all of his bridges at Bayern Munich, it would seem. How likely is that deal uh, you know, going to happen? How, how likely do you think that that's going to happen? Well, I feel that it's, it, you know, Rafinha has kind of shown the way as well, right? That, you know, if you're, if you're resilient enough, they will come for you. Uh, if you don't kind of like, if you don't go to the blue side of London in a way, and you know, because Chelsea is again bidding for Lewandowski as well. Okay, because this is they're not interested in a striker at the moment. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's closed, I think. It's again kind of like these are like transfer tech just to kind of allow the prices to play down and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. And just to give up. But there, there are a lot of backroom deals. I'm very sure that's happening right now with. Uh, with a lot of clubs um, uh, for Lewandowski and uh, even Cristiano Ronaldo in that sense. But then I feel that Barcelona has, Barcelona just wants to kind of get players, but on their own terms. They're basically saying that this is the best we can offer. Um, either you take it or you don't. Um, and and then people are just saying, that doesn't matter. I just wanted to play for Barcelona. And, and that's pretty strange. I'm, I'm, I'm I've never heard a German player kind of uh, doing what Lewandowski is doing in a way. Which that's kind of, yeah. yeah. Like, but then playing for the playing in the Bundesliga in a way. Um, he, I, I've not seen a lot of or heard of a lot of players kind of holding. And Bayern Munich is not that bad. Of course, they've not been doing good at Champions League. But then Barcelona has not been doing great at Champions League since last two years. So it's not he's just trading for something else. But then it's just maybe a new experience. Which allows, but I feel that he's still. I think they're asking for forty million. Yeah, that's uh, the price. Forty million euros is what Barcelona Bayern want. Um, I don't think he's worth forty million euros. Uh, to be honest, he's a world class striker. But for somebody who is thirty four in the last year of his contract, um, and the wages that he's going to cost, I don't think he's worth forty million euros. To be honest, if anybody pays forty million euros, they're they're, they're being robbed. It's the man robbing them. That's what I think. Um, but I don't know, maybe, maybe people in the comments or, you know, who are watching this might have a different opinion. I just think that that's, that's way too much. That's extortion, 40 million. 
I think it's uh, I think it's, it's it's not about the money that he gets. It's also about the the, the the image and the and the player that they. I mean, get. I know they they price him out. I mean, buy notes extortion. That's why they put that price because if anybody pays that, then they know that they've been robbed. So it's it's more about that fact that you know well, who's exactly. stupid enough to pay forty million for him, right? Um, so that's probably what it is. I, I I'm not. I don't think Bayern realistically expect that valuation to be met. It's just that they know if anybody's doing that, then they're stupid and desperate enough. Um, so let them do it, and that's what it is. They're pricing him out, as they say, in the market. Yeah. Um, let's see. Let's see. But I, I feel that the deal. I, I, in my opinion, the deal might, might, it will close. It will, it will close by, by the end of because we still have a big. Uh, we have still some time. Weeks. We have six weeks for the transfer window to close. I guess Barcelona will have a little more time anyway because La Liga starts later. Um, yeah. The leagues. So therefore, that that should give them time. Um, it's one to keep an eye on, though, for sure, because um, I, I don't see realistically what other options he has, uh, Lewandowski, because if he doesn't want to go to the Premier League. Um, then that only leaves him with Serie A because uh, PSG are not coming in for him. So no. unless because Mbappe would probably not want him. So yeah, <laughs> that's fair. So he's only got Serie A or La Liga left to go. Um, I don't think Serie A clubs can afford his wages on top of the transfer fee. So uh, Juventus might have been able to, uh, so, but I don't think Juventus are going to go for him and they've already got Lahovic. So that only leaves Barcelona Real Madrid and Madrid are not coming in for him. So therefore, no. yeah, I guess that's what it is. It's Barcelona, nothing really. Um, and there's a corporate lesson for all of your kids out there. Do not burn your bridges with your current employers because sometimes you might have to go back to them if things don't work out. So, you know, just, just saying. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know what's going to happen with that. That would be an interesting story to give track of. Not one that's not mentioned much in the media these days, but to be honest, it's a fascinating story that's unfolding there in front of eyes. Uh, anyway, the, thank you so much, Kinev, for your time. Uh, I think this was an interesting discussion to get some insights into uh, what's happening in Barcelona because uh, we've been trying to keep track, but um, apparently even agents don't know what's happening. Uh, with Barcelona, nobody knows. Uh, I think we try to decode some of the things that, that are going on, but I think there's still so much to unpack, and I'm sure there's a lot going to happen. To be honest, we don't know. But there might be an announcement on Pinky Day today. It could be tomorrow. I mean, I, you know, they're trying to make it clear that things are moving there. So, or at least they're trying to move it on their own. So we will see what happens there. But thank you so much for joining. It's a pleasure to have you. Um, special life for Kanaya, by the way, on the show. If you enjoyed his uh, insights there, always uh, appreciate that. Uh, if you enjoyed this video, do remember to, smile, uh, to follow us on Facebook, subscribe to our channel on YouTube. Uh, like I said, lots of things happening and there'll be lots of videos. Uh, we might do one more today, actually. We'll see what, what breaks. Um, but yeah, but I did say it was a bit of a Barcelona day. So, uh, you know, if anybody's thinking there's too much Barcelona, we'll be, I warned you before. So, but hopefully we won't be doing some for a while, as, unless something drastic or dramatic happens. We probably won't be doing one for a while. But uh, nonetheless, thank you for watching. Uh, thank you uh, for your support. And of course, we'll see you again very soon. Take care. Bye-bye.